Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Late Night Vision Show. Uh, thank y'all for joining us this week. This is episode 166. That's 166 episodes that we've done. And it is a special one uh, because we are just coming off of the July 4th weekend. Hope everybody had a great weekend out there. I know my buddy uh, Jason Robertson, the owner of Outdoor Legacy Gear, I know he had a great weekend. And uh, he probably, well, I know for sure, smoking a brisket as we speak out there that's at right. the Robertson Farm. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. <laughs> smoking a smoking a brisket, and uh, yeah, the the kids have had a big weekend and in uh, the swimming pool at grandparents and playing around, and so it's been a been a good weekend off and celebrating uh, our country. Yeah. So you, I mean, this is one of the rare times that. Um, the outdoor legacy phone line is is you know not online i guess you know you take a yeah. couple day break uh for the july 4th holiday so um you know you've had time and i've had time i've spent a lot of time in the pool uh this weekend i know you and i last weekend um we were at crystal beach so we took uh, uh the actually jason was nice enough to take all of us me and his wife and my wife uh down to crystal beach for for a long weekend and and we had a good time we ended up buying fireworks to shoot off and never never shot off a single firework after buying we, a, we did <laughs> but but uh my kids are happy because we brought yeah, them home so they're <laughs> they're getting to shoot them off now so yeah we went That's to the right. beach and, and we had a good time i mean uh crystal beach down there in the gulf of mexico is a uh, really a, a really nice beach not as commercialized as some of the others in texas and seems Really, I mean, as far as uh, privacy, I, there's a lot of privacy. I guess as much privacy as you wanted to, the further down the beach that you went. But he, uh, uh, Jason, definitely exposed us to, to uh, what was going on down there because it is. I mean, you can drive anything on the beach, side by sides, your jacked up truck, your golf carts. There's a little bit of everything driving around on the beach, and at night it reminds me of like uh, we used to do these you know, those four wheeler rallies and stuff where, you mm -hmm. know, there's a RV or a uh, uh, four wheeler park and you take it and it's just a, a big party and everybody's driving around whatever they got and kind of reminded me of that, but on a beach at night now after, you know, everybody's put the kids down, but, uh, it's a really cool spot. I really like crystal beach a lot and, and, uh, yeah. hope to get to go I, back. I think, I think he's, yeah, I think he's angling for a, a, an invite back. That's what I'm hearing folks, but I we'll, am. we'll see. I am. <laughs> I am. We, yeah. uh, it was fun. We had a good time, but yeah, it, was good it, was, time. it was good to be back and, and we're celebrating July 4th weekend. Now, thank y'all for joining us La last week. Episode 165 was the review of the Envision Halo X35. Uh, right now I've been testing the Halo X50. I've got a review video coming out this week. Uh, that I'm putting together. I've got a ton of video. I've shared a lot of it on Instagram right now. If you if you haven't seen it, and if you're on Instagram, uh, go check us out. Um, you can find me at Hans ETX on Instagram. You can find uh, Jason at Outdoor Legacy on Instagram. Um, but we've, we've been posting some video of the Envision stuff. And man, I tell you, more than any video I think that I put up, the Envision stuff gets shared more than any of it. I mean, I don't know if it's the, the last video that I shared was the different color modes, um, you know, with the edge detect and the, the black edge detect, the white edge detect and, uh, the white hot and black hot. People just love it. It's, uh, I want to say, yeah, one thing, be careful when we say color mode, it's I not, just say it, you it's, know, it's not color. Yeah, yeah exactly. there are different palettes, but they're, they're not I, in color. 
I, I, you know, I, when I thought about that, I said, you know, you really can't say color palette because it's not yeah, color. It's just a palette. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's All not really a white. color mode. I don't know what, I don't know, uh, in the instructions on the Envision stuff, I don't know exactly what they call it, but yeah. it's not, I mean, basically you have black hot, you have white hot, you have black edge detect. And if you don't know what that means, you need to, uh, check out the video this week that I put out and white edge detect. So it's not like some of the other stuff where there's, you know, fuchsia and, and sepia Red and all these different, yeah, it's none of, it's nothing like that, but, um, it is unique, uh, to, to Envision and another brand that, that, uh, uses these special, uh, thermal cores and thermal sensors. But, uh, but yeah, it, check out that video. We, um, there's been a lot of interest in the Envision stuff. And I know last week, Jason, you and I mentioned the availability on this stuff is, is just, it's tough right now. And it's been that way for a while. Um, we really thought about, you know, should we put out these reviews reviews now, or should we wait till it's more available? Um, and that's the struggle with trying to to decide on doing those reviews. We want to get that out there, but we know it's not going to be anytime soon before you can even buy any of this stuff. So that's that's the struggle sometimes for us yeah. when it comes to doing reviews. Yeah, it's tough to to go out, spend all the time, do the review, put it out there, get people amped up about it, and they go, "Awesome, want to buy it." Well, guess what? It's going to be six months. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's exactly that. That's really really difficult. But so, but anyway, we've got a uh, we we got more reviews coming. I'll be honest. Um, I was just sitting here kind of looking around the office the other day, and I was like. Oh my goodness. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff that yeah. needs to be done that we've mm -hmm. just got, you know, scopes sitting around and there's some new stuff coming and uh, there, there's going to be a lot of reviews this fall and, and I'll guess, you know, late summer and fall. So I'm excited about it and a lot, lot more stuff coming. So if you're looking for the reviews, just keep watching. We'll be trickling them out. We, yeah, you know, Jason, right. We will be putting them out there. Uh, you know, the, hopefully you see us as the, the, first place to go to for all the information on the new stuff. And, and like we do, we, we want to get these reviews out to you. Um, at the same time, you know, you see a review and you know, that's not going to be available in six months. That's, that's kind of a, a tough situation, but anyway, we got a fun show for y'all this week. Um, Jason, when, when we do these types of shows, you know, me being the executive producer, Jason, oh gosh, here we go. Jason, <laughs> when we call these shows, we call them off topic. So an off topic right. show is a show that is not a scope review is not something specific towards, um, you know, hog or predator hunting. It's, we just call it an off, an off topic show. And I really have creative artistic free reign when it comes to these types of shows. <laughs> Cause this is terrible. <laughs> Jason is, uh, Jason's like, okay, you know, we're going to do off topic show. Just come up with something and, and basically come up with something and I'll okay. It is his, he didn't yeah, say I, that, I, but I want, yeah, exactly. But at I the end of the day, he has, okay. yeah, he has yeah. final approval of the shows and topics. Sometimes like these types of shows, I can sneak it through and it's, it's usually, when he's getting ready for vacation or on vacation mm -hmm. or some type where super he's super busy, super busy. Yeah. 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 If I, and I can sneak these through. So the show that we have for you today is, um, it's called, would you rather, but it's, it's geared towards hunting, hog hunting, coyote hunting, that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask Jason these questions and he hates it. Y'all, when I come up with questions to ask, he hates it. He's like, you're not going to answer it too, or you're, I'm not going to have any answer ask you. I'm asking Jason all these questions. There's eight questions. Um, and, I'm going to answer and, two. Uh, and these questions were literally just like 
when we hit record, he sent them to me. So I haven't yeah, even really yeah. barely read them. He I have no it. prepared answers. I don't even understand some of the questions. This is not. Um, and he, yeah. yeah, and he hates it. But I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not your favorite. Uh, yeah, he's right. in his. Jason's in his zone when he's doing a scope review. But these off-topic shows are, uh, are are not not his cup of tea sometimes. But I'll say this: before we get into it, uh, let's pay some bills. If you are looking for anything night vision uh, or thermal-related optic uh, for your favorite hog hunts or coyote hunts, um, please give Jason a call at eight seven seven three five zero one eight one eight. The easiest way to order, though is to check online first, OutdoorLegacyGear.com, see if it's in stock. Um, you can purchase it online if you know exactly what you want. If you have questions about it, if you're if you're on the fence as far as what to get or just really need help deciding on where to start, uh, again, you can call Jason or myself, 877-350-1818, and uh, we'd love to take care of you and, uh, and earn your business. So we thank you all a bunch. So getting into the show, would you rather uh, hunting edition? So some of these are goofy. Some of these legitimately are are good but um i'm really interested to hear your your uh answer on some of these because right. you're probably not going to like any any uh, any any uh options so the first one uh, and these are really popular you're seeing these a lot would you rather jason <clears throat> go on a, a helicopter hog hunt or a buggy hog hunt so when i say buggy you see in videos of people driving in the fields at night going 50 miles an hour shooting hogs, just chasing them in fields. Um, so those oh, are, you know, you're, <clears throat> when you're in that situation, you're on a flat piece of land. So just imagine Jason, you, you've got, you know, 200 acres, nothing but flat, not even a, a rock, you know, in the ground to, to make you bounce around. Um, but you're out chasing hogs in a buggy. So would you rather heli- helicopter hog hunt or buggy hog hunt? So, I'll you, say probably, you can't say neither either because I know yeah, you're gonna I was gonna say, say you're not gonna let me choose neither. I'm yeah. I am not overly uh, adventurous in like extreme sports and you know dangerous type things. So I would love to to helicopter hunt. I mean the idea of that sounds awesome, but I also mm. know guys who've done it and they're like, yeah, you just get strapped in. And you're just hanging out the side shooting, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's not. I mean, yeah. I I don't. I, I think I would probably need to change my underwear. So that's probably <laughs> not. I would. The idea sounds good, but I think I would might panic when I got up there. Now I'll tell you, this buggy deal seems way way more dangerous than going up with somebody who is actually a licensed helicopter pilot <laughs> versus Bubba who just yeah. got in his Polaris Ranger or his Kawasaki Mule yeah. and he's driving that thing 80 across there yeah. and I, I that seems really dangerous uh-huh. and and my concern is with hunting like that is barbed wire fences Oh, yeah. and a hole. And yeah. I know you said there's it's perfectly flat and it's whatever, but if there's hogs there, then that means there could be a hog root. There could be a yeah. hole that it's things dug in. The idea of running across that thing that fast and hitting some hog root hole, man, that just scares me. So yeah. I, I, I think that if you're saying, well, I've got to be driving 80 on that thing, you know, 40, 50 flying around that, that pasture, 
that that scares me probably more than the helicopter. So, and I like the idea of the helicopter yeah. a lot more. So I'm going to go with helicopter and I would just see if I could build up the courage to do it. But uh, I, I think I'm going to go with helicopter. And one last thing I'll say on that. I've talked to some guys that have done it and they say, you think that you're a good shot on the ground, <laughs> yeah. but when you get in that helicopter and you're moving, the hogs yeah. are moving and, and you don't even know when that guy's fixing to turn or it's mm -hmm. like they said it is a lot harder than it looks i bet i mean you're shooting free-handed from everything i've seen right and yeah. yeah the helicopter's moving the you know obviously the, the pigs run as fast as it can you're bumping around that thing can't be that smooth uh i can't only imagine but so for me helicopter hog hunter buggy hog hunter, it is the lesser of two evils i don't know uh, i am a I am a nervous flyer and I've flown in airplanes a lot in my lifetime and it never gets easier for me. Any bit of turbulence I hit, I'm like white knuckled. <laughs> Anybody that sits <laughs> beside me, me I, I mean, I hate flying. That's the me. idea of being strapped in a helicopter and you've seen those things turn sideways, they're oh, whipping it around. I would throw up all over the inside of that helicopter. <laughs> There's no doubt. And I would just, it would be fun to get to shoot at some hogs, but the what the maneuvers that they to do to do to get that done would, I would not be cool with. So, I would probably, and I do not like the idea of the buggy hog hunts either. Um, but I would say I would probably rather buggy hog hunt than helicopter hog hunt. And that to a lot of people is going to sound stupid, but I cannot get in a helicopter and do that. I just have well, zero desire to do it. Well, me too, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, had to, yeah. I had to choose one. Yeah, well, I you chose, I'm, you chose I'm, helicopter, I'm, I chose buggy. I but. did. Yeah, I'm choosing the helicopter because it. I'd say this. There's a less likely chance of that guy that's been, yeah. you know, drinking Bud Light all day. So yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you go yeah. around here, you find some guy that's going to drive right. you forty or fifty in a I, buggy, and it's probably I, not good. Yeah, if I was in a buggy <laughs> hog hunt, I'd have some serious rules going down oh, for the driver. Yeah. Like, Big hey, rules. You ain't firing a rifle because I've seen you some don't videos have where a the rifle. Yeah, yeah, I've seen videos where the guy driving the buggy is shooting with a that rifle with the ar one-handed <laughs> i'm like you gotta be kidding me this is not really happening right now no uh all right on to the next question so and, and this one oh gosh this would be so awesome either one of these would you rather get on a sounder of hogs um with a machine gun or a block of tannerite. So when I say get on a, a group of hogs, that means you've got a bait hole with a block of tannerite on it and corn. You've seen videos. And yeah, all the hogs them. come in and they shoot the block of tannerite <laughs> and basically blow them up. Would you rather do that? Or get on them with a machine gun, automatic rifle, and just hammer and go to town? Which one would you rather do? I've well, got a lot of thoughts it, on it. Yeah, I... I haven't thought this out long, so uh, I do admit that the the Tannerite videos look pretty cool. They do. Um, they're they're probably a, a you know probably get you in trouble with the animal rights crowd a little quicker. But <laughs> I I don't know. We are way I, in trouble. With, we're not getting back on their good graces. <laughs> you, so I you guess. don't think there's anything we can do? No, no. So no. I would say I'm probably going to go with the machine gun, and my mm -hmm. reasoning is I like to shoot. Yeah. Um, I've honestly never shot a fully automatic machine mm -hmm. gun. This is not something I've I've done. Um, so I think that would be be kind of fun to do. And and gosh, 
just being able to to mow down, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of hogs at one time, I think it'd be kind of fun. So I'm going to go with the machine gun. Machine gun, okay. Both of these in my book are awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so compared to the first question, both of those two options were awful. Both of these two options in, this, in question two are awesome. I... I, the idea of just mowing down hogs with a machine gun is great. Um, however, I'm so cheap that I couldn't enjoy it. Like seeing that much brass hit the ground and, you know, 75% of the shots not hitting any pigs. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I I couldn't enjoy it enough. Now a block of Tannerite, you can go down the, the sporting goods store and get a, five pound block for like, I don't know, cheap, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. I don't know, whatever. Way, way cheap. And you get to blow something up. So I'm going to go with Tannerite. I I just think I've, I've seen it. I've all, all my buddies are like, man, we got to do this. We got to do this. And we never do. Um, but I think that that would be, I think that'd be awesome. I'd be really cool with that, but I would love, I'm in the same boat, never shot a automatic, fully automatic, uh, machine gun or a rifle or anything like that. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'd see that brass at the ground and be like, Oh, okay, well, I'm done. <laughs> I thought the assumption was I wasn't paying for it. So no, well, you yeah, know, if I, yeah. If, if I had to, to shell out the, uh, hundreds yeah. of dollars, then yeah, that's exactly. Probably, well, I can, I can afford a little jar of Tannerite. So e- yeah, either way at the end of the day, <clears> somehow you're always paying for it. So that's you know, exactly right. So question number three, I, and I like your answer on that. I, I agree with you too. Answer to question number three. This is this is a tough one for you because I know well it may not be but I kind of know your thoughts on it. Would you rather uh, for a I guess a hog hunting or coyote hunting accessory probably more hog hunting but would you rather um, have a thermal drone or one of those really nice vehicle mounted thermals with the screen on the inside and it's got the joystick you know you can point the camera and swivel and all that kind of stuff. So would you rather have a, a thermal drone to hunt with or a vehicle mounted uh, thermal? <clears throat> All right, this is an easy one for me. So I know, I, know. I, I, I want <laughs> drone. We've joked about this before. I want a thermal drone. Um, I have, I have, you know, thought about it. My buddy Myron over at Night Vision Outfitters, he sells them, and he's always trying to get me into them, get me to sell them. We might one day, but he's man, you got to get one, got to get one. And I, I do, I want one because it looks so cool. I just like the idea of drones mm-hmm. in general. But I can just tell you, I've got like the little, you know, I don't know, $50 toy drone or something that my wife got my son and I for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of them. Man, I can find a pine tree to stick it <laughs> yeah. in, a pond to crash it in. I am the worst. Yeah. And so I I don't like the idea of, of flying up six, eight, ten thousand $10,000 in the air and finding <laughs> a pine tree with it. Uh, so I don't like that part, but okay so the the truthful usefulness for us though i think the drone would be awesome because Mm -hmm. we do have so many trees you could send that thing up you could run it over to another field another pasture see if there's hogs over there come back i think it would be fun i don't think that for truthfully the way our east texas hunting is that it would really be Mm -hmm. i mean worth it okay i think it would be cool and then i think what we do is We'd go out and we'd find out there's no hogs in about 15 minutes. We'd go to the house and we didn't even have any fun that night riding around looking. So I I think that in that way, maybe not the, the thermal, you know, vehicle mounted thermal, 
that deal for us down here to me just has very very little use because mm-hmm. we're so wooded we're so brushy that even you know driving along a county road where you've got access to hunt and say you know you may have a mile of frontage on a big place or something even if it's beautiful pasture so many times the bar ditches are grown up there. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't take care of their fence rows. And so they'll grow up with, with bushes and trees and stuff. And so you can't see in there well. Right. And, you know, there may be places, Oh, I can see here, but I just think you'd be riding around looking at the bar ditch all night. And I mm. just, I don't see that it would be that useful. I mean, it, it looks cool, but for down here where we're at, yeah, I don't think so. So I go back and forth on these because I think both of them are really cool. The thermal drones are really cool. I, I'm the same way though. It's like the the time that it takes to get it set up and send it up, and, right. and it's expensive. Um, I also really like the thermal, the vehicle mounted thermals. Uh, I think those are really cool too. And I've and I've hunted with people that have had them before. It, it's our situation where we hunt. It's both of these are not. Uh, you know, it, where we hunt y'all, it's like a big rainforest, pretty much a big forest. And, th- you know, basically just walking down trails with a, you know, monocular in your hand or, or a helmet mounted thermal or something like that is really the most effective way. But if I had to choose, oh man, it'd be tough. I, I'd probably have to go with the thermal drone. Um, even though, yeah, the same thing, I know I'd find the first tree. It'd be oh, like, man. You know, the the story that you tell of the little bitty um, uh, drone that you bought your kids for Christmas or something like that, that exactly. the first the first day that you got it, it was, you know, basically done. We, 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 we actually did that. We <laughs> we uh, Chris, Christmas morning a few years ago and my little boys, oh, fly it, daddy, fly it, yeah. daddy. We're like still in our pajamas. I went out there, turned that thing on, ran it straight up, wind caught it, and it, like a magnet, went yeah. over there 200 yards straight to yeah. our pond and crashed. Never saw it again. It was, That's, that it was the greatest yeah. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> I would get that thermal drone stuck in a tree quicker, and then I'd have to go climb that tree to go get it because I'm just like That's a right. you know, It'd be up 40 feet in the air. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so next question. Um talking about thermal uh, or talking about helmet setups, would you rather have a night vision helmet setup or a thermal helmet setup or both one of each? Well, if y'all have listened to this show much and y'all have watched Hans and I hunt, y'all know we don't use helmets and I'm not a huge personal fan. I understand why some people do. And I think it's a personal preference. I think for, for me, so I'm just laying this out front. I'm not a helmet guy. Um, I've got one right over here uh, that I've been testing, been playing with some some night vision and some, uh, you know, thermal for helmet mounting. Those things are heavy. They're hot in the summer and they're cold in the winter. And it's just some more bulk that personally uh, I just I just don't want. But I mean, some people do. I mean, they're they're a useful tool for some people. Uh, but so having said that, been testing these. I don't know if I was going to do it. I think I would want both mm-hmm. because I mean the night vision is fine for navigating. I don't. I guess I just can't get used to it. The, the yeah. trying to walk with it, looking through it, it just feels really weird, and it kind of messes my head up a little bit. Uh, you sure can't do that with thermal. Uh, you're looking mm-hmm. at a video screen, and so right. I, I I think for usefulness that they, they both I can see where the thermal 
and the night vision. I think I would have to say if I was going to do it, I'd have one of each. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd have the the thermal for spotting and, and looking around, and I'd have the night vision for uh, you know navigating, looking for fences and that sort of thing out there that I don't run into. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, we just you know the way we hunt is is. Mm-hmm using our eyes and grab a thermal monocular and look around and keep walking. So, yeah. uh, but I think if I was going to do it, if I was really going to do the setup and I didn't care about the weight and all that, I'd go with one of each. Yeah. So I think that uh, I agree with you on the helmet. I've got buddies that they bought a helmet set up and I've gone hunt with them. Like, and I'm like, Hey, where's your helmet? Why aren't you wearing your helmet? And they're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's at the house. I'll wear it next time. And they, <laughs> They, yeah. uh, they start, they start off, they get a setup, they start wearing it. And then after a while, they just never bring it back out. <laughs> Cause it is, it, it kind of, it seems like it gets in your way, but I'd say, um, I would say I would do one, uh, thermal, uh, and then the other, I would just have one. I'd just do one thermal and the other one would just be open so I could see, you know, um, I like so having, thermal. I like have one, yeah, one thermal, but I like having one eye just to see regular, you know, I, yeah. it, it kind of throw me off my well, equilibrium I wouldn't be using them at the same time. I'd have one yeah. flipped up or one yeah. down. Yeah. I couldn't look through both, but I, right. my brain would not allow that. No, no. tell you it would I'd be right. on my face. So let's get to the next question though. A very important one. The pre-hunt meals, you know, we got to figure out what we're going to mm. eat to fill our bellies. Uh, Jason, are you going to hit the drive through at the Whataburger or Dairy Queen? For your, now, for all y'all people that aren't in Texas, Whataburger's kind of famous down here. I don't want to influence your answer, uh, but very, very popular in the hog hunting community, especially in East Texas, because you got to kill pigs and then get a picture of yourself in the parking lot of Whataburger with your dead pigs. It's kind of a, yeah, a social seems, media thing now. It seems to be a social media so, thing. That's um, right. You know, so you going to hit the Whataburger or the DQ? Well, I will say this. Well, I got to be careful here. As a Texan, I might get, you know, voted out if I said something yeah. bad about Waterburger. I think yeah. you have to say Waterburger just to keep your Texas card, you know, just mm-hmm. your, you know, keep your citizenship. But I would prefer Dairy Queen. But my problem is if I go to Dairy Queen, then I'm going to want to get one of those chocolate dipped cones. <laughs> and that's You're not like my child, good You're before like my child. you go on a hog hunt. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody goes to, to Waterburger for ice cream. I mean, okay. but, but Dairy Queen, a blizzard man, oh, yeah. dip cones. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I would end up doing is I'd eat me a belt buster hamburger. <laughs> and yeah. I'd bust my belt, then I'd get ice cream, then I'd just sit in the truck. And that that's see, that's when you need the drone or the the, the yeah. Yeah. you know top the thermal mounted on there so you could just sit there. Sure. But I, I would probably choose water burger because I do like the French fries. And I could eat something probably a little smaller that I wouldn't regret in an hour when I was out there sweating it off walking across Man, the field. You threw me off because I thought you were going to choose Dairy Queen, and then you switched it up at the last. Well, second I, I mean, Burger. Dairy Queen would be yeah. my choice, but but okay. not for okay, you know, not the pre. The smart the smart move is to go with Waterburger, uh, but but I would prefer probably go to Dairy Queen. Well, I'll tell you this: either one of these two options is going to make me have to make a private trip out into the woods in the middle of a hunt. So I'm either way there. I'm just kind of, you know, there's no way around it, but, uh, I'm going to have to, yeah, you do the, the private dance out in the, in the woods, but you know, the, 
so we don't have a Whataburger in our little town. We do have a Dairy Queen, um, but man, I got to go with Whataburger. I just their their hamburgers to me are the best. Uh, you're right about the ice cream. Uh, the Dairy Q, uh, DQ, the blizzards are awesome. The dip cones are awesome. I just pictured you in the truck if you and I went hunting and went to Dairy Queen, and you getting a dip cone, me looking over at you, and you got chocolate all smeared all over your face. <laughs> Like like my little daughter does when she gets hers, so that's just the, the picture I had. It's probably true. I I've got some thoughts on on Waterburger. Generally speaking, yeah, you I eat Waterburger a lot though. You, I, I, you I, I, not a lot, but I do some. But I I I don't want to get run off this show, and I we can talk about it like some other oh, random show. Yeah, it's a big deal me. in Texas, yeah. but I think it's the most overrated place. I mean, I eat there, and it, it's it's okay, it's fine. It's I mean, better than McDonald's, okay? I mean, it's not yeah. like that. But, man, these people, I, I literally talked to a guy, and this is just so you all know, if you're not from Texas, how big mm-hmm. of a deal Whataburger is. Yeah. I talked to a guy who told me that he eats there three meals a day, five oh days gosh. a week. He said, morning, he goes, gets him a burrito or whatever it is. He goes at lunch on his way home. He goes, takes supper home, and he does it five days a week, oh every week. And I was like, there is not a restaurant in the no. world uh-huh. that I would, I mean, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, wow. it was crazy. He was dead serious, too. So, anyway, yeah, all right, what's next? Well, all right. So, Jason, we got you potentially going across the, the, the globe on this next question on the other side of the world. Uh, would you rather go on an exotic, all-expenses, uh, paid trip hunting wild bush pigs in Africa, and it's all-expenses pay? You don't have to pay for nothing, everything included in. You get to shoot one of those cool warthogs or whatever, you know, with the big big tusk. Or would you rather shoot at the same old boar off your back porch that you've shot at twice this month already? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're indicating that I'm a bad shot. Yeah. Um, so I would absolutely, this is an easy one for me. I would absolutely, without a doubt, take the shooting at that same old boar off my back porch. Yeah. I have zero desire to go somewhere as far as Africa. I mean, let me say this. If I could close my eyes and wake up in five minutes and be there. Okay. <laughs> but the flight around the world and the yeah. multiple flights and uh, all that is no, not yeah. right. So right now y'all have heard us talk about Michaela, who is the outdoor legacy mm-hmm. office manager. Her brother uh, is actually interning at a 50,000 acre safari ranch whatever preserve i don't know what they call them over there uh for two months he's there right now and he's posting all this cool stuff on facebook uh he's uh, you know in college and wildlife gonna be a wildlife biologist so he's got this really cool offer over there he's shooting these these same hogs you're talking about mm-hmm. big old tusk and he's shooting all kinds of stuff and he's learning a bunch and it's beautiful it looks cool but i can just tell you I'm a I'm a homebody. I don't yeah, like to yeah. go far, and there's no way I would want to take that trip that far, and it would just not be worth it yeah. to me. It would be lost on me. So I'm going to say definitely I'm just going to stay here and shoot that shoot, hog off the back porch. Just shooting off the back porch. I'm, I, I threw that question in because I knew the answer. I, I just wanted everybody you? else to hear it. So me, 
uh, I love the idea of going. I've gotten invited, not on all expense paid, but I got invited to go to to an Africa one of these bush. I don't even know if I'm calling them like bush pig or whatever you call them, Walmart or whatever. Uh, and I love the idea of doing it. I think it'd be really cool. I'm like you though. The travel just, I'm out on it. You know, if I could wake up and I'm there and shoot a pig and then wake up and I'm home, I'm all about that. But I, I can't, I just can't do it. There's no way I, I have no desire to go. Um, like what Michaela's brother's doing. no, I'm not. <laughs> I'll yeah. find me a a fifty acre ranch in Louisiana and go help him and work work <laughs> that one instead of going to a fifty thousand acre ranch in in Africa. But yeah. yeah, I'm just. I guess I'm more of a homebody in that regard. I'll just shoot them pigs off my porch and be done with it. Uh, and then just look at all the cool videos and pictures of people in Africa shooting all these exotic yep. animals. So, all right, we got, uh, we got a couple more and I think this would be pretty quick. Um, the next question, I'm trying to decide what I want to do. So do you, would you rather make a 200 an, an amazing 200 yard running shot on a hog, uh, or call a, a sounder of hogs into you about 20 yards away? So, Make an amazing on-the-run shot at 200 yards or call a group of pigs into you to 20 yards? This is easy for me. All right? Oh, man. So I am – don't get me wrong. There is there is skill mm-hmm. in running shooting, a lot of skill. And there's skill in long-range shooting. But I have – personally not impressed when somebody's telling me about shooting three, four, five, six, whatever. I mean, that's fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't do it. And, and it's, but it doesn't, I don't know. It's just my thing though right. is it's like bow hunting. And back when I was younger and before I had kids, I got all into bow hunting and it was the idea of getting on top of those deer, getting 20 yards away yeah. Whereas if I had a rifle, I could have shot him at 200. He was dead. He was, there was done deal. Everybody knows that it's a chump shot for any deer hunter at mm-hmm. 50 yards, but with a bow, you could, it wasn't an option. So yeah, yeah. I like that, that transferred for me into hog hunting. The yeah. idea of getting as close as I can hear them in the grass, hear them grunting, rooting. Oh man, I love that. And to mm-hmm. me, that's something that. I, I mean, well, it, there's some skill involved. Maybe not right. as much skill as it requires shooting 200 yards yeah. on the run. Because that, don't get me wrong, I like to watch. And Hans has made some of these shots where hogs running and he shoots and and you know he just rolls them up and it does the triple somersault <laughs> flip. I I do like that. I do like to watch one of those. But man, for me personally, I just love getting right. up on top of these hogs. That is a, a rush and a thrill to know that you are that close to them and mm-hmm. they don't even know you're there. Yeah. And and I'll say this too. I mean, we've we both had some some slightly scary situations. It's also slightly dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. be a little careful. You start shooting and they don't know where you're at and you know, they may run your direction. So that's yeah. my choice. Yeah, I agree too. So those running shots at 200 yards are awesome, but the video, the video never looks as great as the video that you get when you got hogs right in your face, you know, cause yeah. it's, it's so far away, but a lot of those long shots are, are a, just a combination of a lot of luck and some experience, you know, mm-hmm. so it's never, you can't, it's hard to 
to just replicate that over and over again. But right. what I'll say, calling pigs, when you, the it, man, it'll just, it'll give you goosebumps. It'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It, when you hear those pigs grunting and coming towards you mm-hmm. for <clears throat> 10 seconds, whatever, and you're looking around, you can't see them yet, you can't see them, and then at the last second, you know, a group of them pop out of the woods, you know, 20 or 30 yards from you. It It is it's the it greatest thing. It's also one of the most nerve wracking thing when you can hear them and you can't see them yet, but you know, they're close. Uh, and it just sounds like a, the closer they get those grunts, it's like a drum beat, man. It's like over and over and it gets closer and it gets louder. It is, it's a great thing. It's such a rush. It's it, like I said, it's nerve wracking and, and you know, you're, you're a little bit nervous, but it's, it's the fun. I'd rather, and that's the same with coyote hunting. I'd rather call a, coyote into 20 yards rather than shoot one in you know half a mile away and the same's with pigs call them in it just nothing beats it it's a lot of skill um to do that it takes a lot of practice um but uh but that's definitely fun all right the last question and we're gonna let you off the hook after this but okay when it comes to tournaments and i've done both of these kind of tournaments so i've got a lot to say but uh would you rather do a 24-hour hog hunting tournament or a 24-hour coyote hunting tournament. Now, there's a lot of things to consider here, but I'm going to let you answer without influencing in your answer. So <clears throat> if anybody's listened to this show, uh, y'all know that Hans does these tournaments a couple times a year, and he always tries to get me to come up, and I always <laughs> say, no, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. sponsor it. I'll send a, I'll, I'll give away a scope. I'll yeah. send a banner. I'll do something, but I am not staying up for 24 hours i'm too old for it and it takes me too long to get over so my my first choice is c none of the above i don't want to be hunting for 24 hours but i don't know i mean i love hog hunting i really do like you know calling in coyotes i do think there's a lot of skill to that uh you know more skill than just going out and doing what we do walking up on hogs and and seeing them and going and shooting them so i do like that part of the the coyote hunt and i think it's uh i think it's nerve-wracking when i mean even once you you see them and you're calling them and they're way out there and it's just like are they going to come are they going to come are they going to come close enough what are they going to do so i don't know i think this is kind of tough but i guess if I had to do it, I don't even know if I want to choose. I, I would probably go with the coyote hunting because I also feel like I got a better chance at three or four or five in the morning of calling in some coyotes than I do finding or calling in hogs. It just yeah. seems like there comes some point the hogs kind of lay up and you can't yeah. find them. And so I guess I'm going to go with coyotes. Seems like my best chance. That's a good choice. So a 24-hour hog hunt starts at you know, noon on a, typically on a Saturday ends at noon on Sunday. And so here's, here's the strategy I think behind it, the, the hog hunting, uh, the 24 hours of hog hunting to me is an easier hunt because you're just driving around, you're on a mule, you know, you're, you're riding County roads or whatever. You're going to different spots and it's just basically just a lot of riding around and and looking through your monocular, it's not. I want to change my answer. Yeah, it's more your speed. So I figured you'd be I, okay. More I, I officially changed yeah. my answer. Then it's a lot easier hunting until you shoot hogs. Because oh, if you shoot hogs, then you got to drag mm. them all off. I that, hate that. Part. That hate. Yeah. If you shoot twenty hogs in one night, and you're having to 
drag you know the majority yeah. of them off. That's not fun. That's right. No. Um, but the coyote hunting is a more I, I would say is more difficult hunting because you are you're you're riding to a spot, you're unloading your stuff, you're setting up, you're putting up your collar, you're calling there for 20, 30 minutes, you're leaving, and then you're going to the next spot. So it is a lot of of getting in and out of you know whatever you're riding in, unpacking your stuff, packing it back up, and at three or four in the morning, it hits you, and you're like, oh, I'm just, I just want to sit and ride for a little bit, you know. So I would say that the the hog hunting is an is an easier hunt until you have to start loading up hogs. Um, but I enjoy, I enjoy the little bit slower pace of the the coyote hunting, I guess, and getting to stop and stand up for a little bit and stretch your legs, call for a little bit. I enjoy the coyote hunting better. Um, it's more fun to me than than the hog hunt, the twenty four hour hog hunt, but. I also don't like no. dragging a bunch of hogs either. No, <laughs> I know. I don't see. I don't like either one of those options. Yeah. I told you I want to be in bed after right. about he wants one to, or two. Jason wants to call in the morning just to see how we did. That's what. That's exactly. <laughs> after yeah, you know, when I was uh, when I was in high school and you know going out on Friday, Saturday nights, whatever. My dad used to always say, nothing good happens after midnight. That's right. So yeah. you got, I had like 11, 1130 curfew or something, yeah. whatever it was. And uh, in retrospect, by the way, he was right. Yeah, <laughs> no, good exactly. ever happens after midnight. Exactly but right. I, my thing with, with uh, you know, hog or coyote hunting, night hunting is, you know, nothing's good. It's going to really happen after about 1, 130 that I need to be a part of. I right. didn't, if the hogs and coyotes are going to come out then, then, you know. They can live another day for me. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sitting through all these questions, Jason. I think the the listeners and the viewers got a little bit more uh, of an introspective look of, of you where they, they know exactly. They know, that, they, they know that you don't want to travel. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't yeah, want to stay up for 24 body. hours. Yeah, your homebody. Um, you, you like ice cream a lot, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Try not to eat it, but yeah, I like it. Yeah. So, no, That's I think true. those – they, they, yeah, I think they they learned that I'm I'm I don't live on the dangerous edge. I'm yeah. a homebody, and yeah, I like ice cream more than I should. I <laughs> yeah, <eat it. laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, folks, we hope you uh, enjoyed this show. It was something fun, like Han said. You know, we can't come in here uh, dead serious doing scope reviews every single week and and serious topics. We got to have some fun sometimes, and so uh, you know, he was joking around about me hating these shows, but I really do. I enjoy them. I do sometimes dislike because he likes to sneak things in on me or ask questions that, that try to embarrass me. And that's, that's kind of his goal in some of these, but uh, this time it, he was, he was pretty nice. So yeah. now we, we do appreciate you uh, coming and watching the show. Like uh, we know a lot of y'all do every week. And uh, that means a lot to us. If you want to support this show, uh, all we ask that you do is, when you get ready to purchase your next or maybe your first thermal or night vision optic, uh, give Outdoor Legacy the chance at your business. Uh, like Hans said, you can go to OutdoorLegacyGear.com and you can see everything there. Uh, you may get on there and you may say, hey, wait a minute, there's this new scope that's coming out. And it's not there yet. Or, hey, this scope I want is out of stock call us it doesn't mean just because it's not on the website that uh we don't have it or we're not going to sell it or or maybe if it's out of stock we may be getting you know a shipment in tomorrow so a lot of times guys will call and go well i know i can't get one i'm like man we got 10 of them that'll be here today yeah. it's your you know your good timing good glad you called so give us a holler and we would love to answer any questions for you help you in any way 
And uh, that's the best way to support this show is to support Hans and I through Outdoor Legacy. And also, since you've already found us, uh, you know, like uh, these the shows on YouTube, um, subscribe so you don't ever miss a, a show. And, you know, su- subscribing just literally means clicking the little uh, icon. What's it look like? A little bell or something, Hans? Yeah. I think, Gosh, you think put me on like spot. Little, I think it is a bell. They've changed before, but I think it is they, a little bell. They've changed. Yeah. I think it's a little yeah. bell. Just click that. Doesn't cost a nickel. Uh, that way uh, our stuff will pop up in your, your YouTube feed, and you'll see it more often and won't miss a show. If you're looking for Hans, you can find him on YouTube at H-A-N-S-E-T-X. That's Hans East Texas. You can find his channel there. Like he said, he's fixing to be coming out with the Envision Halo X50 review. He has got a bunch of hunting and shooting uh, that you're going to see on that review. So that's going to be coming soon. Be sure to check that out. And also, you can always find him on Instagram, the same thing, Hans ETX, and you'll find him there. All right. Well, this has been episode 166. Please join us next week. Uh, Next Thursday, the normal time, we'll have another show for you. Uh, I hope you all had a great July 4th. Thank you for for joining us this week, and we look forward to it again. So with that being said, y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making them bacon pancakes.